Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Conversion. B2B companies are faced with a multitude of challenges today when it comes to sales and marketing. The perpetual need to be creating demand will almost never subside. But with so much noise in the marketplace, how can your company's message cut through and reach your target audience? At Auto Conversion, we have a way. Through conversations and relationships, we help our clients form, package, and deliver their branded messages in unique ways that create awareness, spark interest, and drive demand. Find out how in our brand new B2B Demand Generation Quick Start Guide, which you can download free today at www.autoconversion.net. If you aren't growing your business, then your business is shrinking. Get the free guide today. Hey, we got a good show lined up for you today. Oh, well, I'm a Game of Thrones nut, so that's, that's, that's my jam. The robots are listening. The robots are listening. <laughs> He's in my videos at Christmas time, so I just never get rid of him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There you go. We put, probably could have started with that, Ryan. I would have been. I perfect. think we did. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. And, <laughs> go ahead and play it again. Oh, <laughs> and go. I'd like to be a a dentist or a car salesman. Why am I such a misfit? I am not just a misfit. Can't fire me. I quit. See, I don't fit in. That is for every job, too, by the way. All right. True. That's not creepy. What's the story behind that? <laughs> behind the, the guy? Yeah. Well, he's in my videos. So like every time I send a personalized video or something, I'll put him in the background. It just creates open rates, click rates, all that fun stuff. So props are something I talk about with personalized videos. So that's one of my props. Wait, wait. He's from Rudolph, right? Uh, uh, I can't remember. I think it is from Rudolph. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Steve, can uh, only you, if we had like Google or something. Can you say live with drive? How do you say live with drive? Like what's your live show? Live with drive. <laughs> yeah. What is live with drive? Is that just every time you are live, that's what you do? Well, originally it came up when, when somebody goes live with drive centric, I say, you ready to go live with drive. It was just part of the conversation. It was short, sweet, and it just got a ring to it. Next thing you know, it's a, it's a brand. So, so yeah, I mean, so drive centric is like, if you get launched on a system, you will say you're going live with drive, but now everybody calls me the live with drive guy. So, Hey, you're on with live. <laughs> nice. It's a great brand. There you go. Favorite word, Amanda. Favorite word. So is that um, C3PO back there? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. It looks like a zombie. I think it's a zombie. <laughs> I got to get there. Uh, well, it would have fit well a little bit. Wow, I was thinking about bringing. It's attached. It's a whole stage prop. There you That's go. cool. That's awesome. Well, folks, uh, if you're here, 
you are uh you, we're having fun this is this is ac on air this is our live weekly webcast we do this every week same time same place uh mobility tech connectivity we typically cover some fun stuff and it's all about how we're connected and how we get around i'm ryan girardi thank you for joining us today it is wednesday may 1st first day of may happy hump day and happy national loyalty day National loyalty. loyalty. Wow. It's interesting we're discussing Game of Thrones on National Loyalty Day. <laughs> Better day. That's a that's ironic. Yes. So, like an oxymoron, yeah. isn't it? So we you can see we've titled we've kind of labeled this as game as, as the Game of Thrones edition. And that's really because so Steve and I were talking just in conversation. I said, Steve, you gotta get up on the show. And he, he said he could do it this day. And I, I don't know why I thought of Game of Thrones, but I remember asking Terry, because you're a big fan. And that Game of Thrones is my jam. Yeah, that's right. That's your jam. <laughs> that, phrase, that phrase has become my jam. I say it all the time. <laughs> so here we are. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so National Loyalty Day. Here, let me read about it. So... Um, History of it is first observed in 1921 as Americanization Day. It was intended to counterbalance the communist celebration of Labor Day on May Day. And in July of 1958, it was made official holiday by the U.S. Congress. President Eisenhower proclaimed May 1st, 1959, the first official observance of Loyalty Day. And it has been recognized with official proclamation every year by every president since its inception as a legal holidays so there you go it's a u.s that's thing. That, yeah. that's in america yeah <laughs> i don't i don't are you okay i I've, I've never actually even heard of that i thought that was made up by hallmark or something but you're saying it's a real thing that's what i'm that's what i'm reading i thought i thought it was, I thought it was like one of those canadian holidays where they just pick a monday and everybody gets off <laughs> i like canadian no loyalty day is every day in canada <laughs> okay hey hey yeah <laughs> Well, there you go. That's why we do that. Learn something new. All right. So Game of Thrones season eight. Terry, you got to open this up for us. What's, what's going on in the show? You know what? I, uh, I was, I was, I've, I've been like everybody else. I've been anxiously anticipating the show for, for two years and I'd read that we were going to make everyone a movie and, uh, uh, you know, then everyone was going to be an hour and a half long. And so for, so it premiered, you know, and I, I, I cleared the house out and I, I ordered dinner in and I sat everybody down and I watched the first episode and nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> I'm like, well, that was pretty neat. They just moved a bunch of chess pieces around the board, basically, and, uh, and, and set the stage. So the next week, it's going to be killer. So I came back the second week. Same thing. Nothing happened. And then all of a sudden last week, uh, a couple of nights ago, Sunday night, everything happened. And then basically a major storyline ended. and. What one of the entire themes of the show is over now. The Song of Fire and Ice, which is after, is 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 over now. The battle against death, and now they only have to fight uh, the uh, the battle of the seven kings. So it's it's been interesting. So just so I'm clear, this is a weekly show. Uh, no, it comes. It's a HBO show. It comes. They, it's a but series. It's, they only produce it. To, you know, it comes out every week. But th like this season, which we've been waiting two years for, is only six. I think six episodes long. Yeah, okay. and we're done. into the so I know we're into season eight. Yeah, and we're you just said we're you're now into the third episode of season eight. Third episode of season eight, and third. Uh, so we're three episodes away from the end of the season. 
end of the uh, series. Final season. Yeah. Yeah, the so, final season. And nothing's happened until the third episode. Yeah, they spent well, two episodes setting the stage for the giant battle that was the third episode. You don't watch it at all, Ryan? Seriously? You don't know anything about the Game of Thrones? He really no, needs to get on it, though. I know, but I, I'm all caught up. I did, I did a whole bunch of homework. I got all sorts of great questions. But before we get into those, Steve, you got a good Game of Thrones joke for us. Car joke, too, right? Yeah, you know, so uh, let me go find it here just so I make sure I don't screw it up. And I had to look with this up, so here you go. What kind of car does Tyrion Lannister drive? Okay, don't answer that. We're going to see if somebody watching can can get can answer that All right. uh, before the end of the show. And shouts out to those that have tuned in. Mike Phillips, I saw you were up here. Great to see you, bud. Uh, Yo, Mikey. Yeah, Mike Phillips. I, I'll have to look and see who else is up here. I forgot you mean, to mention. You mean Mike Ryan Phillips? Is that who you mean? Is that who you know? <laughs> His middle name is Ryan. Yeah. No. So yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention, though, because where Terry was talking about how the third episode, nothing really happened in the eighth season, which brings me to my costume, which oh, yeah. I'm a little bit of Khaleesi with the, you know, kind of natural look. But right. then I'm wearing red for throwback to the Red Wedding. Oh, and yeah. that's kind of what, what I, I was going to bring, actually, um, a, a glass of ice as well. But I thought too far, Amanda, <laughs> too you know <laughs> so if you didn't explain that would anybody know the association no i no, actually thought maybe i thought maybe actually for the red witch you were in red oh which, which she oh. played a she played a pivotal role the other night that's true that's true red witch maybe okay. so. Yeah. so amanda which which one of uh Daenerys dragons is your favorite which one of them? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I like the dragon that flies. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't flies. count. Yeah, I mean, that's a hard one. I wouldn't even know the answer to that one. But they're all my babies. <laughs> uh, I do like the baby dragons better. I love the baby dragons. I would just rewind and watch watch the baby dragons, for, for, you know, frivolity. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. How many different dragons are there? Just, just, just the three, yeah. just the three. Okay, yeah. Brian, start watching it, will you? <laughs> <laughs> you all, right. all right, explain. All right, explain this to me. Why was Jon Snow concerned about avoiding the Night King's dragon ice flames? I mean, doesn't he know he can't get burned? But he can't. He can't be burned by fire. That's not ice. I mean, uh, he may be. He may be able to be frozen. Uh, so the, the 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 Night King's dragon's not spitting fire. What's he Don't spitting? Let the last He's spitting snow. ice flames. He can't get burned. But it's ice. But he can't get burned by ice. It can be frozen, mm. and it can be really cold so and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't write the show. <laughs> we, just a disclaimer. <laughs> He's Wikipedia stuff right now. No, I've got, I've got people tossing me this stuff from behind the scenes. He's, he's deep into some Reddit. Reddit, uh, Reddit that's been going for two years. Uh, you're, you guys are on to me. Uh, right, someone needs to answer the Wait, joke. Steve, I, have a, I have a question for Ryan. Okay. Ryan, which king are you? I am the king of the seven kingdoms. <laughs> the king of the seven kingdoms. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to practice that. Thanks for asking. Yeah, glad to help, man. <laughs> All right. So you want the answer to the joke, Ryan? No, ask the ask the joke again. We'll give people All a few right, what minutes. What kind of car does Tyrion Lannister drive? Do, 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 do. So, all right, we, folks, you gotta, we gotta, someone's gotta answer that by two, by a uh, quarter after. So, we got four more minutes. What kind of car? Did it, I should did, type did, that did. in. Hold on, let me type that in for those that are watching. So, what kind of we'll car do, does who? We'll do the Game of Thrones hold music. How do you spell Tarion? T word. D A E R, right? D Y R I O N, Lannister Drive. D-R-I-V-E. <laughs> Lannister Drive. Mike Phillips, if you can answer that, you'll win today's grand prize. Oh, boy. Which I think is a free demo to Drive Centric. Okay, so, okay, a little bit later, we're going to look at some Google Street images. And I put the link in the show notes. So it's on, on the Facebook event. So we have a recurring Facebook event for the show. So that's where I announce it. If you're not, if you're not RSVP'd or as Facebook says, if you haven't marked yourself as interested, go find the event, just search for auto converse, uh, mobility and mobility tech. You'll find it. And you'll see in the show notes, I put a link to Google street images and we're going to bring those up and, uh, and pick a few. Let me give those over to uh, YouTube as well. Okay. So how about this town in, um, in the Philippines? That has banned gossip. Man. Small town. How, how, how do you do that? Well, it's, it's kind of like communism if you think about it. You, you, you ban what people can talk about. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's soon to be what social media is going to be all about. Here's the link. What's the here. penalty for that? What do they say what the penalty is? If they're caught. It reminds me of the Seinfeld episode. When I started reading it, remember the last episode? The last one where the finale, uh, they, they, they had they had to be helpful. They were they, they, were, they, were, That's where they had to be helpful. Got thrown in jail <laughs> for not being helpful. <laughs> yeah, how would you control that? Well, so I say it's like communism because in the Soviet days, if you spoke up, this is what blows my mind about about social media in the United States, especially. But if you spoke up, say against the regime, or you spoke about religion, you could get arrested and you would just disappear. You talk to people that grew up in the Soviet Union, it, you, the, the KGB would come to your house while really you lived in an apartment and they would just take you and people would never yeah. see you again. For, for all you know, you were rotted in prison, you were ex, executed, who knows? So, I mean, I. I don't think the penalty is going to be that bad for gossiping. It's probably a fine. <laughs> so what, what do you, what, how, do you, how do you think that's what social media is coming to? Yeah. Well, because people say, it, it's, to me, on social media, it's like, it's like road rage. People feel like they can and should just say everything they want on social media. Right. And if you think about it, I mean, you ever see that TV show Black Mirror where, where it takes like, the, it's a Netflix series. And they take the, the worst possible extreme scenario of technology. So imagine you spent years, you know, voicing your political views on Facebook. And let's say that you're, you know, in the United States, 
the, the regime turns into some sort of suppressive power. And then they want to go dig into the Facebook archives and see, you know, who opposed them for all this time. And then, I mean, that's like yeah. black mirror, darkest extreme. So it can. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is the, there's a word dystopian. I, I learned that word like, like recently. So that's, that's the dystopian viewpoint. Exactly. So uh, anyway, that's when I, when I think of what people say on social media, when they get into political views, to me, it's like, I don't know. It just seems nonsensical to me. Yeah. Well, well I don't talk about politics for a completely different reason. I don't talk yeah, about politics. I, I don't talk about politics and, and nobody really knows my political viewpoints. One, because nobody cares, you know, unless, <laughs> unless you... And, <laughs> Unless you agree with every thought that I think, you really don't care. You're only here, and that's what most people are doing. They're just spewing their their viewpoints. And 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 secondly, it doesn't it doesn't help what I'm trying to accomplish on social media. It doesn't help grow my network. It doesn't help people uh, listen to what I have to say. It doesn't uh, it doesn't it increase doesn't my influence. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't increase my influence arguing about politics on Facebook. So I don't do it. Yeah, and you're never going to change someone's political view. Right. <laughs> no never matter happens. what you say, you can't change someone's view. They can only change it. Speaking Comes. of politics, so uh, speaking of gossip, gossip, how about this dude, uh, this, this dealer.com guy, the anonymous dealer.com employee who uh, just blasted Cox Automotive. Let me find that. Yeah, he may have gotten, uh, that, that's kind of an interesting story in itself, but you know, that's, I mean, coming from uh, a different industry um, and working with big company, anytime you have a disgruntled employee or, you know, and he, and he may be having all the great intentions in the world, maybe, you know, nobody knows of it. It's just what you write. But, um, you know, unfortunately, when you get to big companies and you have, you know, numbers speak to the uh, shareholders and you got to make numbers, unfortunately, things happen. And, you know, the big company mentality has got to do more with less. And I, I mean, if he has good intentions, that's a, um, the kind of like what he is feeling is I think his intentions, the way he's written it, um, I think it sounds like he's, his heart's in the right place. And he believes that customers should be treated with the, the customer experience and being helpful. And now his time's being limited and he's being tasked to do more. I mean, it, it, it's a tough position to be in if that's truly the case. So, let me give people the breakdown. He posted this on, on a public forum of an automotive site. And he basically s explains the, he breaks down the math of how he's a, what's a DS? It's a um, digital strategist. Digital strategist. And they're going to change. Does it mean like a performance manager? They're going to yep. change it to a performance consultant. And right now they, they'll be responsible for 70 websites, which I agree sounds like a lot. And he breaks down the math. He basically says, you're going to get your performance, your strategist, your consultant for one and a half hours, maybe maximum 1.75 hours a month with this change, with this load. He provides the contact information and the names of everyone he reports to, or she, assuming uh, who knows who this is, and basically says to the community, stop spending money with dealer.com immediately and, and cause a ruckus. Could just be disgruntled. Could just, I mean, who knows? Well, it could be, it could be both, but if that's, if those numbers are true, that's, that's crazy. I know myself, I'm, 
when I was a full service agency, I basically had it budgeted that a rep, one rep would service 20 to 25 accounts. And, and even going back forever, about 20 to 25 is what is even the number when I was selling radio advertising. That's, that's I think really about all you can keep your, your, your brain wrapped around with yeah. any, with any efficiency. Now, to, it depends on the workload you have to do. So I have a, a representative for a product that I, that I purchase that I pay monthly for. And he calls me literally two to three times a month. Literally he calls me two to three times a month. And I asked him, like, I'm like, Chris, how, do you, how many accounts do you manage? How many people like me do you, do you manage? You know, do you have to do this with? He said about 190. Yeah. About 190. And I said, so you pretty much spend all day just calling and having these conversations. He's like, yep, pretty much. And you know what he does? He just asks, you know, uh, he basically asks for referrals. That's all he does. He's like, what's going on? You got anyone on you can introduce, you know, and half the time I give him some, yeah, let's, let's call so-and-so. But but he's not managing like the, um, like the performance of my account. He's not managing. Right. He's not not designing a webpage or you're handling your, your Google ads. Mm -mm. Yeah. And when you get dealing with software, like website or anything like that, and you know, what, there's always issues when it comes to software and there's, there's more to it than just one phone call. You got to call somebody else. You got to follow up with a, a tech designer or IT guy. Then you got to get back to, there's just a lot of chasing. I mean, it could really be a serious issue where this guy is just like, he's got so many issues, especially when there is a major problem and it's affecting everybody. What do you do? Then the customer gets upset and who gets yelled at? He does, you know? So, I mean, if that's truly the case, I mean, it's a tough position to be in, no doubt. So what might it, might, like, what came across to make it seem as though it was maybe a possible employee or rogue employee? Well, he so, identified himself as, as an employee and who he reports well, to. Because what I'm wondering, though, is that, you know, it could be made to seem as though it was a rogue employee, but maybe it's a customer knowing all this information reporting this because i mean this the, the suffrage here like what, what's happening here is that we're all looking at the the quantity rather than the quality and so there's right. going to be you know suffering here both on, on not just the expectations of the employees but of the customers the customers are going to actually really feel that so how and long that, is it going to and that was his point so, I mean, it makes you wonder, even though if it's like one, what is it, one hour and something minutes, uh, what was it, a month mm-hmm. that you could spend on each account? Yeah, I mean, if you take, if you take the hours in a day and, and, and you take your num- the hours a day and the number of accounts you have, that's, that's the math for it. Um, yeah. So, so how long will it take to actually get a website going then? I mean, reality is you could spend, spend all day working on your advertising, <laughs> you know? I all day, every day. Getting lost in the numbers. <laughs> yeah, you could just, yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, in the performance of what is this supposed to be delivered by the company? Do you see what I mean? Like, if the performance is not being met and whatever it is that they're doing on their end, how much longer is everything going to take? So, here's the story. Here's the story. It's, chances are it's a legitimate employee that just did this, which is obviously going to cost him or her his job and once, once that gets exposed. But the, the, the call to action was to, to call basically leadership and make a fuss about this. Right. And that leads to, you know, Cox's court, you know, 
look, Cox is entitled to do it at once. So we'll see how yeah. it plays out. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but that's the, that's the story. It's pretty bold, mm-hmm. pretty over the top for, for someone to do this. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of exposes Cox, but, but, you know, there's two sides to every story. But on the other hand, it really surprised no one about Cox. So it it's not happen. like, it, it's not like this is like, oh, well, that seems odd. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, no, the pencil pushers at Cox probably broke it down. They're like, yeah, if we make everyone do 70 accounts, it's, oh yeah, that, that's that's more Sounds right. Yeah. It's probably a legitimate beef. All right, so Steve, what's the answer to the joke? Repeat the joke for us again. All right, the joke is, man, you gotta make me go look for this again. I, uh, oh, what kind of car does Tyrion Lannister drive? And the answer is, Chevy Impala. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at these uh, Google Street images. These are crazy images that showed up uh, on, on Google Maps. So, Where, is that like in the middle of Topeka? What is that? <laughs> there are hills in Topeka. <laughs> the one. They've got the one. <laughs> got the one. <laughs> right, I'm going to whip through these. That's a little creepy. That is. Yeah. A little dark. There's the royal wedding. That's my favorite. That I was right. That's your favorite? That yeah. is my favorite, yeah. Steve, did you have a favorite? Uh, it was further down. There were a couple of them. Uh, I, I kind of like that one just because it's so out of the ordinary, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you like the reindeer one, right? See, I don't like that because it's obviously propped. Like, they knew that that was going to be. That Google was coming. Yeah. The ones that are random, I don't even get this one. Yeah. That's no good. There's an alligator. That's kind of cool. Well, I don't know why Google, if it's a street image. Yeah. (laughs) That is a good one. I do like the reindeer. I mean, what are the odds? Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. How about the, uh, oh, that's not creepy. That's the furry. That is, I mean, that that right there, that is kind of, I mean, what are the, I mean, it's just kind of funny, but yeah. That's a cabin. I laughed at that one, so that's why I like it. <laughs> Terry, so did yeah, you have so a favorite? Oh, I, I, so so far the first one, the guy, the guy on the little hill. I like on that. The, that was on the skis. Was pretty, yeah, Here's on the one skis. I like, the ATAT I, Walker. Uh, yeah. I'm a Star Wars guy, so I do like that one. That's pretty awesome. That'll be your next prop, Steve. There you go. <laughs> a horse <laughs> enjoying a banana. <laughs> <laughs> heart wants what the heart wants <laughs> tp there you go i lost all heart. right raise your hand if you've toilet papered a house in your lifetime oh heck yeah baby many i haven't i have never no i have Amanda, never you've TP'd a, a house oh yeah halloween yeah. they do that in canada well we say sorry <laughs> yeah. And we go clean it up the next day and take them a cobbler. I mean, you got to fork their lawn, put detergent in the fountain. I mean, get the bubbles going on the lawn. I mean, man, there's all sorts of That's a lost I mean, yeah. Kids aren't creative anymore. Oh, that's bad. House on fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a Welsh wedding. Nothing to see here. Anyway, there's 50 images. I'm not going to go through them all. Did you get the link in the show notes? Yeah, I did. I put the link in the show notes. All right. 
Um, any other uh, Game of Thrones questions people want to ask? Why wasn't the Night King affected by Daenerys' dragon flames? Is he related to the Targa- Targa- Targaryens? That's, that's, that, is a, that, is, that is a rumor. There, there are rumors that he is a Stark, and there are rumors that he is a Targaryen, and, uh, and no one knows, except apparently now Brandon knows. My big question is, where did Brandon go during the battle? That's what I want to know. Where did Brandon go during the battle? And will it be revealed? Oh, yeah, it will be revealed. <laughs> well, everything gets revealed. Why is this going to be the last season? Because it, it, they've a- run out of plot. Yeah. It's been it's been going on ten years. They I think everybody just kind of wants to do something different now. Except HBO, HBO would like it to go on forever. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Right? I mean, right. really brought attention to HBO, but it's it's an amazing show. It's really different. I find like just like kind of like Breaking Bad was in its own way. I find yeah. Game of Thrones is, is somewhat you know obviously it's different, but it's break it's groundbreaking in, in a different way. Was the yeah. story and the characters like a spinoff of Lord of the Rings? No, no. It was, it, was a, it was fantasy based, but there, yeah, no. It's not, it's not even what? related. Not even related. Yeah. Okay. I just thought, because, you know, Lord of the Rings is like so epic and, and they're movies and they're just these epic movies. So I thought maybe like, oh, let's make a drama series. I had no idea. I've been going on for eight years. It'll, oh, yeah. always, it'll always be around. And, yeah, and Lord do, of the Rings is very much... Yeah, and Lord of the Rings, I mean, is very much like family friendly, PG ish, yeah. where yeah. Game of Thrones is not. At well, all. I've, I've told people who don't know anything about it, the first two two seasons of Game of Thrones was was borderline pornographic. It was it was boobies. <laughs> it really and was. Dragons. It was. It was it, yeah. <laughs> that's how they, they that's how they got you hooked in. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> it was definitely a, the power play. Here, boom! This is what you got. So everybody was hooked, they, Look, and they honey. dialed that really down. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, they, had, they, they had something for the ladies, too. Yeah, and, and the, to keep a series going like this, it's kind of like The Walking Dead. All these new characters come in, they, and you can keep a series going if you're going to kill off the characters. You just kind of think about the – it's kind of going against all the uh, other, you know, series that were going out there. Nobody ever dies, and in this, it seems like yeah. dies, you create new characters, so therefore the story must go on. You know, it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and they kill off the main character. Them. Yeah, when they did that, I freaked out. I was like, holy yeah. cow, where's it going? Mm-hmm. Oh, how about this Marriott Airbnb thing? So, who, who, Steve, you travel a lot. Yep. Amanda, I don't think you travel much, do you? I, I, I've never been You're even like, in an Uber. You've never, well, they don't, <laughs> they don't have Uber where you are? Never Ubered? I've never Ubered. Are you going to say? Oh, you wow. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, where am I? You know, like yeah. what? 15th century or something. Don't you live like in like, like the wilderness, like way north. You're in Nova Scotia, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm north. You have electricity, Canada, yeah. But I'm on the eastern, eastern side of Canada. <laughs> you have electricity there, right? <laughs> well, well, we, I mean, it's relatively new. It's water power. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, go, gotta go crank the wheel. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, have you never Ubered because Uber isn't there, or is it just Lyft? No, I just I've never done either. I've never done car sharing. Never needed to. 
because it's. I've never Airbnb. I never Airbnb. I haven't either. Yeah. But apparently they're a big deal. (laughs) I have a couple of times and I did not like it. I don't like being in somebody else's place because you don't want to expect. But yeah, according to numbers, Airbnb has just under 5 million units in inventory worldwide. Marriott is the next largest, you know, hoteler at 1.2 million units worldwide. Just to give you an idea of the contrast. Yeah. Well, who, and who was number three? Because uh, Airbnb was bigger than number two and three combined, yeah? Yeah. Hilton might be number three or yeah. um, I don't know. If it's not Hilton, yeah, but, I don't know who it would be. Yeah. But, but that's, so that's a true statement. Airbnb has more rooms to let than Marriott and Hilton combined. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so what's happening is, is Airbnb, uh, I'm sorry, Marriott is now going to get into the whole uh, idea of room sharing. Steve, you read up on that a little bit, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of interesting because um, I mean, I'm a Marriott guy. I love Marriott. I, I just learned that I'm titanium which, uh, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been traveling a lot over my years. Uh, but yeah, they actually have a titanium, which anyway, wow. um, Unbreakable. But, you know, I never stayed at Airbnb and, uh, you know, and after I started reading up on it and just kind of looking at, you know, the dollars spent, that's why I was kind of intrigued by it. It's like, why would Marriott even do this? But, you know, Marriott in 2017 is a $22 billion company. Um, and, when you're looking at like what they're doing in uh, Airbnb, it's like 2.6 billion. So I'm just thinking, man, that's 10% of the money. If I was a company, if I wanted, if, if that's really where it's kind of going, because I think what Airbnb's message is, is kind of brilliant when you read up on everything, they talk about and they promote the experiences. And, and after I started thinking of my Marriott and, you know, you go to a Marriott, you know what the experience is going to be. Right, right. I mean, there's no hidden mystery there, but you know, on their website, they're talking about how people spend more money for an experience, which is what, you know, I think we all know and believe, but they're talking about how many different experiences they, in 2016, they had 500 experiences uh, at Airbnb. And today there's over 30,000 experiences. So, and if that's their message, they're sticking number one to their message, which I totally can appreciate. And they're going on spent yeah and so if you kind of think about that if 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 i'm a marriott guy and if if i was to stay and i know a lot of people that go out these trade shows if you're going out to a trade show for a week to me it makes sense to get a house you do a lot of things in a house versus a hotel you don't have to rent a conference room so from a financial that may be a a good point to even think about i never really thought about it that way until i read up on that article but it gives you more flexibility and if i'm staying a week I think I'd rather stay in a, a home or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I've never done it before. So it makes me kind of curious to try it, you know? And that makes sense because I, I haven't, I've never done an Airbnb, but I have stayed a couple of times in these boutique hotels that offer an experience. Like uh, we have an A-loft here in, in, in Nashville. And there was one in Denver that I stayed at last year when I was out, out there for that. And they, you know, each floor has a theme and each room has, you know, unique pieces and unique artwork and, uh, you know, there's the, the elevators playing music. So it was all about the experience and the story that, that you told much more than having a beautiful room that is cleaned up uh, by 10 a.m. or whatever, whatever the big Marriott promise is. The, the conformity, that Marriott, the, the uh, consistency that you get. And a lot of people, when they do travel and they want to stay and say like a place, 
how much time do they really spend in the hotel if they're actually on vacation? Mm-hmm. So right. if they can save money and where they stay, they might be like, oh, I don't really know. We need that big of an experience and yeah. pay more for that. Yeah. You're more limited to where you're, you're going to be staying at, but yet, you know, if they have, if they're promoting experiences, man, their messaging is out there. It's right. It's all, if you just go out there and research it, that's, the big thing is experience. And that's the day, this is the day we're in. It's like, do I really want to be like, I'm a, I'm unfortunately because of my age, probably I am a routine. So I kind of know what I'm getting into when I go to a Marriott, you know, would I be a little freaky going to my first Airbnb? Probably, you know, Right. I will tell you one of my, my favorite experiences is uh, one of my favorite experiences staying at a hotel I booked, um, through the Southwest website, you know, they were doing some bonus points because that's the one thing I always like the game of travel, how many points you're going to get. Okay. How about game of Thrones? There's the link, right? Um, but, but no, this is kind of funny. And I, I mean, this is going to sound really crazy to everybody, but I, uh, I booked on this rocket miles thing. So I got like, I don't know, five times the bonus points. If I booked this hotel, and I was going out in California, and it happened to be the Queen Mary. Okay, does anybody know what the Queen Mary is? Yeah, in Long Beach? Yeah. yeah. All right, but Amanda, do you know? Is, is it a boat? It is. It's, it's a Marriott Hotel, though, right? Uh, I don't know if it's a Marriott Hotel, but true. But this is so funny. So here I am. I'm in Long Beach, California. I put it on my ways. I'm going out, and I'm like, and I pulled up. I'm like, where the frick's a hotel? <laughs> and oh, I you, talked didn't, to, you didn't know what to expect i didn't know what to expect and they go dude you're staying on the ship i go yeah, Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's <laughs> and it was a fun experience i stayed in a cabin and stuff like that so it's pretty cool yeah. that car, i don't know so just had to throw that story out there it just i just came to me right now but a different experience <laughs> is always something that i think everybody enjoys you know you'll enjoy the unexpected these days well, I, I think the experience would be a Game of Thrones house that you rent. I was exactly stay in. about to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but isn't there like a Game of Thrones like ice hotel now, where yeah. everything is carved out of ice and it's every room is like um, dedicated to one of the Seven Kingdoms or something? I uh, I just I saw seven, that in I Seven Kingdoms. No, no, the Ryan's Seven Kingdoms. Mine. I just saw a new story about a, a, a giant My potato seven. in the middle. A I'm giant right. potato. It's not a real Two hotel. Hotels. It's not a real room. It's a prop. Two, the, the potato? It's a prop. Yeah. It was two, 200 bucks a night, they said. Wow. Well, when I saw the story, it, it showed it as a, like you could rent it, but they said it's not, it's not really something you can rent. Now, there is in, I think it's also in Idaho. It might be in Iowa. There is a dog hotel. It's a giant dog. <laughs> it's like 30 or 40 feet high, but it's a wood dog and you go up into the dog and there's rooms and bathrooms and, and it's a little hotel and you can't actually rent it out. That's interesting. <laughs> Sounds like your kind of place, Amanda. I see you're, you're, you're thinking, you're like, oh, I always stay there. <laughs> well, there's like um, in Ireland, there's Ashford Castle, which was actually a castle that's now turned into a hotel. So... That's where my dreams go. See, I think, I think from a business standpoint, that, how awesome would it be if you go to like a business luncheon and it's all themed, you know, like Game of Thrones yeah. theme and they're serving you food oh, on yeah. a plate. Like, come on, that'd be awesome way to have a, you know, nice yeah. constructive business meeting. See, Maybe we're onto something. Maybe you have like an a auto conversion event. 
Yeah. There's That's a castle in Kentucky. <laughs> if you want to meet there, there's a castle in Kentucky. That's like true. A functioning, a functioning what? Castle. I'm sorry. Let, can we just, just what? <laughs> yeah, Ireland's not the only place with castles, Amanda. I know. Um, castle on. Get your castle on. Is this a good time mm-hmm. to announce that you and Aaron are coming back with Get Your Cycle no, on? It's not <laughs> happening. He's just going to get everybody riled up. All right. I have a, we got to wind down, but I have a trick question for everybody. Doesn't this remind you of Blab? Blab. No, because you know nobody Blab? knows Blab I, I, did, I did one Blab interview. Uh, uh, there's a sales trainer by the name of Keenan who had me on his Blab show uh, or That's his one. Blab. I, Whatever. So I did a I did a blab back in the day about three years ago, but that was the last dying gasp of blab. Ziegler used to do blabs, I think, right before it? it shut down. Steve, yeah. are you going to get in trouble for doing non-productive uh, media during work hours? No. No. That's it. No. 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 Right. Yeah. It's uh, like, are you kidding me? Well, we're. I guess we would all get in trouble, but uh, mm-hmm. not. Hey, this is productive. Are you kidding me? This I. I hope you appreciate this because, yes, the whole point is this is networking and entertainment business. I call it business entertainment. Like I just think it's funny how Ryan came on thinking he 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 won the throne. Of this. <laughs> well, Terry, Confidence is key. Confidence Terry, is key. When you suggested Amanda as a Game of Thrones fan, I immediately pinged her and I'm like, hey, you're going to be on the show Wednesday. When yeah, yeah. That? Was that like. Was that like Monday, Amanda? Actually, it wasn't. It was like, you're going to be on the show Wednesday. I'm adding you to the art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I'm adding happening? you to the artwork. <laughs> Technically, we call that the assumptive close. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you, once you do a show with me, like, I'm, you're, I'm now officially have the rights to license you on, on anything. Right. <laughs> it's in the papers. Fine print. Uh, all right, let's uh, call this a wrap because I do try to keep it to 30 minutes. Uh, Terry, thanks for the book. I'm about to start oh, yeah. on this. I'm about to start on this. It's in my queue. And so thank you. Who's read Terry's book better? No? I, I've, Terry, I've read Terry. Terry. We, me and Terry have the same mind. We got to start giving, doing your book giveaway. That's what we got to do. I, Give out a, a copy. I, I, don't, don't say that. I'm gonna, you can pay for your garage with me now. I'm going to send you enough to pay for your garage. So, <laughs> Whenever I talk about your book and I show this, cause I, I show it a lot on my, uh, on my webinars. Yeah. I always say, that's not Terry, just so you know. It's, that, that's not. It's a, it, 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 now I'm going to say, that's Steve. That's Steve Rossler. <laughs> that's the best $5 I ever spent, by the way. $5 on that piece of stock image and that's nobody not- looks at the book and they don't talk about that, that image. Heck yeah. It actually makes me, it makes me want to open it real fast. <laughs> it makes me want to know who the guy is. <laughs> yeah. He's, there's a story there. All right. Well, folks, if you're still tuned in, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us here on the Game of Thrones edition. And since it's season eight finale, we might not get to do this every year, like which I was hoping, but we'll come up with some other theme. Um, Steve, great to get you indoctrinated into, yeah, thank into you very much, AC on air. And Steve's going to be back on with me in a more formal arrangement. We just got to put something together. Or informal. Uh, I like that. This is a good go example. Either way. Like, just mean the crown's not on? Is that, is that why? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go to Burger King and get my crown. 
I might start wearing this every every time. Um, just a couple of things, folks. No show next week. I am taking a vacation and will be off off air, offline. I'm don't the only way to get hold of me will be on Snapchat. So um, no show next week. Uh, then when we come back, I got Dave Weber coming on from Relay Cars. Uh, so that'll be a little bit more formal get together here on the show. And if you like what you see here, uh, get out your phone, send the, send a text, text the keyword auto converse to six, four, six, zero, zero. And we will send you a link to the show, uh, every week prior to going live. Amanda, you never got that working in Canada. Did you? No, I think it's, a it's, um, it's I don't think it can go sad. international. Yeah. I got a I got to figure that out. But shouts out to the hundred and plus people that are opted in to auto converse uh, for uh, to get the shows every week. I, I wait. I just feel like you rubbed that in my face a little bit. I'm proud of that number. That's getting people to opt in via text is the hardest thing for for, oh, yeah. for media. It's been the hardest it's a number thing. though. Yeah, oh, yeah. but still, it's, it's actually could be hundred and one. It could. Well, I said a hundred plus. You know. 100 and plus. I didn't plus, really want to plus. say 130. It, in advertising, it's over 100. <laughs> if, you, if, you can get that, if, you can get, if you can get that to two, it become hundreds of subscribers. Hundreds. <laughs> Speaking hundreds. of hundreds, I, I announced this last week. And by the way, shouts out to Mark Bielek from the Chicago Automobile Trade Association. He came on last week and we had a fantastic conversation about the Chicago Auto Show and how they measure engagement at the Auto Show and how it impacts car sales. And I released that as a premiere on both Facebook and YouTube. So uh, you can look for that on the Auto Converse. But thank you, Mark, for doing that. And also for our podcast listeners, we finally reached our annual milestone of of reaching over a thousand downloads in a single month. And we actually surpassed that in the middle of April. So that was a big milestone for us. There should be like a, bow, 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 I know. like some sort of, I need Mike Phillips to do all the, all the fancy you know, <laughs> side effects. So, um, no, I just want to say thanks to everybody. I, uh, it's third season of this, you know, I think in 2018 we had over 50 people on in the, you know, in the, in the first, what, nine months of the show um and it's just growing and and we love it it's a lot of fun so thanks to you guys and thanks to everyone that tunes in all right thank you ryan all right guys we're gonna wind down shut off your cameras enjoy the rest of your hump day and national loyalty day take care everyone This is Autoburst Media.